Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And Welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Johnny Jackson. Welcome to John's brother Frank, who's here, and also sisters Patricia and Kathleen, because of the restrictions. Billy and Margaret are not able to travel to be with us. Welcome to family members who are here and family friends who have joined us. Again, because of the restrictions, many people would have been liked to be here with you today, but are unable to be present. We send to all who are here today their love, their condolences and an assurance of their prayers. All the family and all who knew Johnny are very sad at his death. No stranger to illness over these years, but his death itself came very suddenly and unexpectedly. We gather here in this place to thank God for his life, his good life. He was much loved by his parents, by his brothers and sisters, by the family and by all his friends. He was a good, friendly, and open man. We bring him here to this church today, uh, this church that he knew all of his life, for the Mass, for prayers and blessings. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. 
O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant John, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rise, may, may, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food. On this mountain, he will remove the mourning veil covering all peoples and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. And the Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek He will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth, for the Lord has said so. That day it will be said, See, this is our God, in whom we hope for salvation. The Lord is the one in whom we hoped, we exult, and we rejoice that he has saved us. The word of the Lord. And he will raise 
of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized in his death. In other words, when we were baptized, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. If in union with Christ we have imitated his death, we shall also imitate his resurrection. We must realise that our former selves have been crucified with him to destroy the sinful body and to free us from the slavery of sin. When someone dies, of course, they have finished with sin, but we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. The word of the Lord. Please stand. Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. After I have gone out and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down for a moment. I know that all the family were concerned about Johnny's health over a long period of time. He endured many months of isolation uh, in this year of 2020 because uh, of those health concerns that he had. He was greatly worried that he would catch the virus himself, knowing that he would have little strength to fight it off if he did contract it. In the hours before he was discovered, uh, Frankie, his brother, became concerned that there was no answer on his phone calls. Both himself and his friend uh, David went to his house to find out if he was okay. Fearing the worst, of course, they found him and he had died in his sleep. He was undisturbed, no struggle, and he had simply slept away. If there was any consolation, it was this, that God had simply called him from this life as he slept. And our faith tells us that he awoke in a new land, a new place, where all of this earthly journey itself leads. 
and we are comforted too in that place that those closest and dearest to him were there to welcome him. These are difficult times, especially for those who are long-term sick. These months, uh, many people have had to remain in their own homes, cut off from those normal relationships that they would have with one another. Johnny had to endure this, but of course he had family supporting him, bringing him all the things that were necessary, but of course keeping their distance as was being advised. No one knows that time when God will call us from this life, and Johnny himself never knew it either. But imagine that to sleep away would have seemed like God's mercy to him. Today, we bring Johnny to the church for Mass and prayers. In previous months, of course, we were not even able to offer this to people who had died. But today, we're able to offer for him here in this church the prayer of the Mass. The same Mass that we all of ourselves have known all of our life, in which Christ our Lord is present how often we have been here and in other places, on sunny days, on wet and windy days, in days of joy and in days of sorrow, in days of uncertainty and in days in which we make great decisions. And so we are here once again at the end of a life, at the end of a human journey, and at the end of a life that has been filled with so many good things, great memories of family bonds and friendship, great achievements, great successes, and of course problems along the way too. Through the Mass, through this Mass, we pass from from life uh, to death and to God himself in prayer and blessings and grace. And this consolation of faith today guides us through these moments. In that gospel passage that we listen to today, Jesus gives us a promise to be in the Father's home with him. He promises to be for us the way, the truth and the life. And we know that to be true. In our life, he has been our guide, he has been our friend and he has been the one that walks with us. Throughout our life, our faith teaches us, teaches us this, but our experience itself shows it as well to us. There are moments in which we are in the hilltops of joy. Sometimes we're in the deep valleys of despair, but we know that he is always with us in whatever situation we find ourselves, guiding us the way, the truth and the life. And in the end, we believe that when we close our eyes on this world, he is still with us. Just a few words about Johnny himself uh, today. He was born on the 20th of July, uh, 1947. His parents, Catherine and Patrick, he was one of ten children, seven boys and three girls. He was the fourth of the seven brothers and, I believe, the leader of the pack of those younger members of the family. He was particularly close to Frankie, his brother, being one and a half years older than him. It was a bond that was to remain all of their lives. By all accounts, Johnny himself was a rather mischievous young boy. Mischievous, we might say, as code for being trouble to his parents and all the escapades that he engaged in. It was a very happy household in which music was a big part of family life. The family had strong associations with Ireland, spent their holidays in Minaclady. He grew up, of course, in the circuit area of the parish, the Caledonia circuit, and had many friends Uh, throughout the years. Left school 
had a few jobs and found his way into fire protection work alongside his brother Frankie. He married Maureen, but sadly that marriage itself broke down. He lived in Whitleyburn and Cathkin and Spring Hall and eventually at the High Flats and the Main Street at Stanford Hall. He had a great love for football and watched it whenever it was on television and followed, of course, his beloved Celtic. He also had himself a great love for music and could be easily persuaded to give a song. There is a story told that at a wedding, instead of giving a speech, he sang a song to the surprise and the delight of everyone. He was, of course, a sociable and friendly man, generous, open and kind. He was greatly loved amongst the brothers and sisters and, of course, all of the family. They were much concerned over these last years of his health and did everything to support him and care for him. For the family, the death of Richie and Edward and now Johnny is a heavy blow for all. All will miss these men who were greatly loved as members of their family. Our families are dear and special to us and in these moments there is always sadness when we lose one of them. It's often a feeling that a part of ourselves is now missing. But we have our faith, our faith which guides us through these days. Those words of the gospel that we've listened today to today remind us of where we are and that Jesus himself is always the way, the truth and the life for us. He is in our joys, he is in our sadness, and he is especially in our times of loss. Today we gather here in this place to say farewell to Johnny. May God in his goodness and in his mercy and in his love grant him eternal peace at the end of his journey. sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts, that through, these pur- through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries that we serve. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. 
and so with the company of the angels and saints. We sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holy holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what you call, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At, at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant John, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who will live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
just to say to you, if this is your first time uh, at church, uh, back at church, uh, then uh, if you'd like to receive Holy Communion, then you just simply stand in your place and I'll go around the church and, and give communion uh, to those that wish uh, communion. Uh, if you don't want communion but you'd like a blessing, uh, then just simply place your hand on your breast and of course stand at that time. If you don't want a, a blessing or communion, then just simply remain seated in your place. I watch the sunrise lighting the sky, casting its shadows near, and on this morning, bright though it be, I feel those shadows near.
the history. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the table, may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. you say. 